That door needed to be shut. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hey, everyone. This is Rhino J. McGraw, Jr. Once again, I thank you for logging in to our Real Talk podcast. Hey, man, I pray that your day is going well. It's so important that we have a different mindset if we're going to be successful. Our mindset determines how successful we're going to be uh, in our life that we live, you know. And sometimes we go backwards because we don't heal the proper way. And when you take the time to heal properly, you make better decisions in all aspects of your life. Uh, let me say that again to those that just log it in. When you take the time to heal properly, you make better decisions in all aspects of your life. It's so important to heal the proper way. When God comes, he wants to heal the complete person. He's not just concerned about you financially, but he's concerned about the whole being of you. Uh, once you're healed a proper way, you can live a proper life, you know, and I just believe that somebody is right now on the verge of your greatest breakthrough. If you just learn how to heal in the proper way, you know, I heard the Lord saying we got to push. We got to push through every trial. We got to push through every tribulation. We got to continue to push towards the mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ if we're going to make it. The only way to make it, you have to press towards the mark of the high calling of Christ Jesus. And if you don't press towards the mark of Christ, you're going to not make it. You know, you're walking into a harvest time if you have the right mind frame. It's your reaping season if you can get out of the season of being hurt. You have to heal the proper way to reap what God has for you. And one thing I've learned, don't share all your dreams with everybody. Come on, somebody. Don't share all your dreams with everybody because the moment you say something to somebody and they don't see it for themselves, they start telling you how it won't happen. That dream is for you. What God put into your spirit to do, you have to go for it. Everybody's not going to support it. Everyone is not going to be uh, a yell leader telling you to go, go, go. I've learned the hard way not to share all of my dreams, my next moves, uh, my next desires in life with everyone. Because someone will try to stop it if they don't believe in your dream. They'll stop it just by talking negatively and not giving you a positive reaction. So I got to witness out to everybody. Amen. We have to talk life back into ourselves sometime and to encourage ourselves in order to make it. You know, when someone shows you who they are, 
when someone really shows you who they are, don't try to paint a different picture. They already showed it to you. They already painted a picture on the wall for you. You know exactly who they are, amen, and what they're going to do. So don't try to change it. Just accept who they are. You just got to accept who they are. You know, sometimes growth, not all the times, I'm not saying all the time, (laughs) all right, but sometimes growth requires new company, new locations, and a new mindset. I'm not saying this is all the time, so don't get upset with me, but I'm just being honest. I'm keeping this talk as real as I can. Sometimes growth requires new company, new location, and new mindset. You know, sometimes we sometimes hinder our growth because we're afraid to try something different. Or we're afraid to change the environment. Or we're afraid to change our mindset. We have greatness in us, and God wants to take us to the next level but we have to have a different mindset. Amen. And sometimes we think God just wants to bless you with wealth only. Blessing is more than just wealth. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. Blessing from God comes because he wants to give you a completeness of yourself. Being whole in every aspect of your life. If you think about in the book of Acts, in the third chapter, we see where Peter and John, you know, they went to the temple for an hour of prayer. You know, it's funny how we can't get people to pray for one hour. They went to the temple for an hour of prayer. Amen. We could do everything else for an hour. I could work out for an hour. I could watch TV for an hour. But I have no time to pray for an hour. Prayer is so essential for the believer. Prayer is so important in order for us to hear from God and be able to help other people, amen, where they're spiritually weak at. We all know the story. There was a certain man that was lame from his mother's womb. He was down. He was sick. He uh, was born this way, amen. And when he fastened his eyes upon uh, them, he was looking to receive arms. He was looking to receive money. And oftentimes, we are got our hands out for a financial blessing instead of seeking a spiritual blessing. We got to change our mindset. Amen. Uh, If you have the right mindset, you can receive the spiritual blessing. The word reminds me to seek the first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else shall be added. Amen. We don't seek for the things we seek for God. Amen. But this man was sick all his life, was crippled, was not able to walk or move. Amen. And then you look at that sixth verse, amen, in Acts, the third chapter. Then Peter says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Get up and walk. You know, we got to understand one critical point that Jesus' presence and power are not found in silver and gold. Okay? We're looking for power in silver and gold, but Jesus' presence and power 
are not based on how much silver you have, not based on how much gold you obtain. Amen. Remember, Peter had no silver or gold to give this man that had his arms out. He had no money. He had no material goods. He had no food to give him. He had no clothing to give him. He had no housing to give him. Amen. But what he had was the anointing of God. Amen. Sometimes you can't bless nobody with material things, but you can pray for them. You have the anointing to help that person become complete in their lives. Amen. Uh, Prayer, let me say this again, prayer can do, amen, what you cannot do. And when God's anointing is upon your life, God begins to bless you to share more than just silver and gold. Ah, we got to change our mindset. You know, Peter could not give those things to man. But note, it was such things that the man wanted. He wanted some money. And he expected it. He seen two men traveling past. He has his arms out. And Peter declared, I don't have this, but I have this to give you. Amen. And we understand that money is necessary. But God can make you complete and make you whole and make you productive in order for you to be able to provide for yourself. You don't have to have your arms out when God makes you a complete person. Amen. You don't got to beg when God makes you a complete person because God will then make you a productive person and motivate you to get up and do something. So I got a witness out there. Anybody, can I preach and teach to you on today? Amen. I know this is the podcast, but I got to keep it real and honest. Oftentimes, people have their arms out, amen, for money, but they should have their arms up praising God. Have their arms up. Amen. Seeking the more of God, seeking more of his anointing. Amen. And God begins to make you totally complete. And God begins to anoint you to the point that you're so productive. He'll give you a mind frame how to start your own business and how to have your own income coming in. He'll give you the mind frame how to be able, amen, to do things, to be productive in society if you allow him to make you whole. Can I talk to you for a moment? The problem is we give so much to people that they got lazy. And they forgot how to seek God for their needs. So I got to witness anybody. You think about this. The book tells us in the book of 1 Samuel, uh, the 16th chapter, verse 7, man looketh on the outward appearance. We always look at the appearance of a person. How does that person dress? How does he look? What car is that person driving? Amen. And man, look at it. But the Lord looketh on the heart. I'm glad that God doesn't base me on what car I drive, what clothes I wear. But he's concerned about the inner person. Aren't you glad God doesn't base you based off the car you drive, the clothes you wear? Amen. You're not looking the right way. Your hair is not right. Your clothing is not right. But God is so concerned about the complete person. He's concerned about the heart. Do I got to witness anybody? You see, when God looked at the man that was at the gate, he saw the man's spiritual need. Amen. And sometimes when we see someone on the street corner begging, we got to look past that and see the spiritual 
need. When we see a person begging, amen, we can't talk about them. We got to say, Lord, give me discernment to see the spiritual need because God can make that person complete and make them whole that they become productive citizens in society. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. Talk to me on this podcast. Amen. I see you, Lady McGraw. Teach. Amen. I I appreciate y'all logging in. Amen. I see you, Quinn. I I see y'all, Cynthia, logging in and talking to me. I appreciate, amen, the ability to understand it's more uh, better for me, amen, to have spiritual wealth than financial wealth. Uh, Because if I have spiritual wealth, financial wealth will come. Oh, I'm talking to you today. If I have spiritual wealth, financial wealth will come. Do I got to witness anybody? So we see, somebody said, we see how God is concerned. He's concerned. He's always concerned about the spiritual and the total being of a person. Amen. And he was so concerned. Amen. He wanted to cure or change the man completely. Uh Uh-huh. God was out to take care of the whole man. And sometimes we're forgetting that people has a need, amen, to be changed and be taken care of completely. Amen. You give them a dollar, amen, that's not taking care of the complete man. You hand a person $5, amen, they go their way, you go their way, amen. You have not completely do what God has called you to do. He wanted you, amen, to take time to listen, time to hear, time to pray, time to minister, amen, to the ones that is in need, amen. The church is not always in the building. The church is outside of the four walls, and we got to get to the point that we care about people. There's so much evil in the world and hatred in the world that we're not concerned about your neighbor, We got to be concerned about the neighbor. We got to love our neighbor. We got to be concerned about what other people are going through. Amen, somebody. You see, God was out to take care of the whole man, not the half of a man, but the whole being of the man. And the answer to changing the whole man was not found in silver and gold. Money's not the answer to everything. There's many of wealthy people. A man that is broken. Many are wealthy people that commit suicide. Many are wealthy people as not happy and divorcing and, and not feeling complete in their lives. But once they found Jesus Christ, amen, it didn't matter how much money they got, that's when they become complete. Peace in their life, love in their life. No, I got to witness anybody. Outreach ministry is so important. Outreaching to people's needs, amen, during the pandemic, amen, we was blessed to feed thousands of people, amen, with the food bank ministry, because there's more than just having church, we seen that there was a need, and there was a lack of funds, and people were losing their jobs, and people didn't have no food to eat, Amen. So we tuck on ourselves that we're going to feed people. We're going to give them food. We're going to pray with them. We're going to encourage them. We're going to let them know there's somewhere that they could go. Amen. And once that started lifting, amen, we partnership with the Tacoma Health Department and started teaching about 
COVID testing and being tested. If you're feeling sick, to take tests, to take the vaccine, to take care of the total being of a person. But it's so imperative that we reach the needs of the people. Somebody say it's important. It's important. It's important. It's important. It's important to, to love people. It's important to care for people. Don't I got to witness anybody out there? Come on, somebody talk to me. Amen. That we got to love people. Amen. You see, the necessities, somebody say on that chat, necessities. Necessities of life is real. Having a roof over your head, roof over your head is real. Having food on your table is very much needed. Amen. And the necessity of life, amen, is what we all need. But we need God more than anything else. We need the love of God more than anything else. Do I have a witness anybody? Amen. Man's spiritual welfare is a basic need. Spiritual growth is a essential need for man, for believers. Amen. We have to grow in God. It's necessary, amen, to be spiritually strong. You see, if a person's spirit is right, he's right with God and he's right with others. Amen. When you're right with God, it's easy to get along with other people. When you're right with God, you know how to love your neighbor. When you're right with God, you know how to do what's right, amen, to your neighbor. But if your spirit is wrong, you're at odds with God and with your neighbor. Amen. You got to check your spirit. Amen. Make sure your spirit is right. Amen. You mind it. The scripture, David, amen, all the time. He said, Lord, create in me what? A clean heart and do what? Renew a right spirit in me. Amen. Our heart. Our spirit got to be right when we're dealing with God's people. Amen. And what God is after is to change man by making him completely whole. Completely whole. So that man can be productive. Once you're whole and, and God completes you, you can become productive in society. Pastor, what are you talking about? Amen. You can fulfill your purpose that God has called you to be. Amen. We know that all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord. That is called according to his purpose. There's purpose in you. Amen. There's purpose in your life. Amen. And we know that's greatness in us because the word says greater is he that is in us. That is he that is in the world. So it's, uh, uh, it's for you to be great. It's for you to be awesome. It's for you to move forward. It's for you not to be stuck, amen, and not to be motivated to become something in Christ Jesus. You could do anything that you want if you abide in him. Do I got to witness anybody? We have to stay connected to the vine. Talk to me, somebody. We have to stay connected to the vine. Amen, Lady McGraw. It's important to love and care for people. Amen. I agree with you, Lady McGraw. I see you in the chat room. It's so important, amen, that we love and care for people all the time. Amen. That should be our number one goal as believers. It's loving and caring for God's people. Amen. You notice this, and we got to understand this. Jesus' presence and power are still at work. Jesus is not dead. We know that he's yet alive. Amen. And his presence and his power is still at work. I see you, Bree. We have to stay connected to the vine. Amen. We have to stay connected to the vine to understand that his presence and power 
still at work and he's still working miracles. Oh, I guess I'm in the wrong chat room today. Amen. Jesus is still working miracles and meeting the needs of people. He's still doing this. Amen. You think about this. Amen. It was a miracle when Peter reached down to take the man by the right hand and lifting him up. What faith that was. Amen. The man let him. So he had to trust him. Amen. Then Jesus healed him. He had to have power. Amen. So we have to have faith. We have to trust him and we have to believe in Jesus Christ's power. We know there's power in that name. Come on, somebody. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. But we have to have faith in him. We don't need much faith. We don't take much faith to move a mountain. Pastor, what are you talking about? Amen. You don't need a lot of faith, my friends. You don't need that much faith to move a mountain. Matthew 17, 20 says, Verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed. Now we know a mustard seed is not very large. You shall say unto this mountain, remove hence yonder place and it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Why? Because you have faith. Think about this word and nothing shall be impossible unto you. If you have faith as a size of a musket seed, it don't take a whole lot of faith. You just need a little bit. Amen. And Ephesians 3 and 20 is very encouraging. It says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. You all, y'all got power. You got power to speak to the mountain. And we have to be like that man, amen, that was at the, at the temple, amen, sick for many years. And when Peter, amen, says, I don't have this, but what I have, amen, and he began to leap and he began to praise God for the miracle. How many times has God picked you up when you can't get up? How many times that God has lifted you up out of the mari clay and you didn't see no way out? Be like that man leaping and praising God for the miracle. Amen. And so many times God performs miracle, but we act like we're ashamed to give him praise. Shame to give him worship. Just to thank him for picking me up. Just to thank him for making a way for me. Amen. And we got to believe that God is able to do the impossible. You have to believe that. The Bible declares without faith, it is impossible to please him. But he's a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. Amen. I want to challenge you on today. Begin to seek God. And if you don't have faith, praise the Lord. Give me more faith. And believe that God is going to bless you. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. It all determines how you move and how your mindset is. But the number one thing we got to understand, we got to heal the proper way and for God to bless us. Let me say that again. When you take the time to heal properly, you will make better decisions in all aspects of your life. When you take the time to heal the proper way, you will make better decisions. Sometimes we get hurt and we don't heal the right way. Amen. And we make bad decisions. But when you heal the proper way, 
Hey, man, you will make better decisions. And guess what? Hold on to God. Let me encourage you. Hold on to God. Somebody is right on the verge of your greatest breakthrough. You're right on the verge of your greatest breakthrough. Don't give up. Keep on pressing. Keep on uh, moving forward in God. I can hear the Lord saying, push through it. Uh, You're walking into harvest time. It's your reaping season. It is your reaping season. But you got to push through it. Your breakthrough is right there. Change your mindset. Know that you're a conqueror. Know a God before you. No one can be against you. Amen. And be careful who you share your dreams with, your goals with, your next moves with. Don't share all your dreams with everybody. Because the moment you say something to somebody and they don't see it for you or themselves, they start telling you how it won't work. That it's not going to happen. The people is not going to accept it. They're not going to move your way. Uh, uh, you are not faithful. You've been faithful. They just want to keep you in a box. Don't tell everybody your dream. Trust God and move. Amen. In the right direction of Jesus Christ. Do I got to witness anybody? And when someone shows you who they are, when somebody really shows you who they really are, don't try to paint a different picture. Don't try to paint a picture. picture. They already showed you who they are. Accept it. Move on. Love them. Amen. Forgive them. Amen. And live your best life. Live your best life. Amen. And sometimes growth requires new company, new locations, and a new mindset. Amen. This is your boy, Ryan L.J. McGraw, Jr. I hope I said something to encourage you on today to hold on to God. Let us do a quick prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Those that tune in on today on this podcast, I pray that every word that was spoken will encourage them and give them new life. I say this prayer in Jesus' name. And let us all say amen. God bless you all. Much love to you all. Like what we do? Share this on your socials and tell everyone.